0: remembering what it was like to be a kid and everything that's wrong with this world and, you know, some things that aren't so wrong. Ed, what you got going on today?
1: You know, Obi, just getting off of that Thanksgiving weekend, uh, drove out to Michigan, 10-hour drive, actually a little longer with traffic driving out there and just about 10 hours coming back. So I think driving is a really good topic because I spent a lot of time behind the wheel. So I think we should talk about some driving stories today. What do you think about that?
0: oh road trips and uh, i know we also have uh you and i two young or old children depending upon how you look at it getting ready to get behind the wheel so sure some of those stories will revolve around that but yeah driving you know i'm probably the only person i know in the world who's willing to admit that they're not a good driver so i got that going for me you
1: you, well obi you're the only person that will admit to that and let me let me tell you something before before we get into the learning to drive and teaching people to drive, which I think there's some good stories there. I just got to get this off my chest because I was road tripping. People who think they learned to drive somehow must have forgot it because I don't understand. Again, I know this is a common complaint, so I'm not going to be real original here, but this whole idea of going in the left lane and when someone's tailgating you, you don't move over. Like, Are you that oblivious that you don't know someone's going faster than you and you just Screw it, I'm gonna stay in the left lane. Like, what
0: are those people thinking, Obi? I I'll tell you what they're thinking, and I think they're wrong. They're thinking, Well, this jerk off is tailgating me. I'm not gonna let him pass me. What they don't realize is then they get passed on the right and they get cut off and they're gonna get rear-end the guy who cut him off on the right, because that person's pissed at them for driving slow, but they're three cars behind. So yeah, F that dude. Yeah, you're right. Maybe they're
1: they're gonna show us, but when everyone zips by them on the right and then zips in front of them on the left, you got to realize, hey, I'm the a-hole here, right?
0: You would think so. You would think it was time to stop proving the point and start driving in the lane that's proper for you to drive in. You would Yeah,
1: think. you would think. The good news is going to Michigan,
0: spent a lot of time in
1: Pennsylvania, a lot of time in Ohio. I, I got to say, each way probably only ran into like about three or four of those idiots. But it's still three or four too many. Like You just – God. you know, and I don't flash the lights because I think that's I don't know. I think that's obnoxious, but maybe I'm thinking I should flash the lights because maybe they're just oblivious. I don't know. I don't know. Some people get in the zone. not really sure. But anyway, how to get that off my chest. Had to bitch about that. And I'm sure other people uh, have had those same experiences recently uh, with the holidays.
0: Yeah, I think you're probably right that there's uh, other people who have experienced that and they're bitching about that for sure. So, you know, that, since we're on bad driving styles that we encounter, we can also bitch about the folks, folks who don't signal, the folks who uh, come to New Jersey and can't make a left-hand turn because you got to make a right-hand turn on a jug handle, all sorts of people we can bitch about on driving.
1: But Yeah. Let's talk about learning to drive, though, Obi. I think that's where the fun stuff is, learning to drive.
0: So, my father taught me to drive, for sure, and I learned to drive on a stick that I later taught two other uh, guys to drive on. My, my favorite learning to drive story, though, was, it was probably my fault, because, you know, I was just learning to drive, but the guy behind me got real angry at me, real annoyed with me, and I thought I was doing the right thing, so I flipped him the bird. And- <laughs> I don't know what I did wrong while I was driving, but my father was more angry about me flipping the guy the bird than anything else.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I, I was always well behaved when I was learning to drive. Never for a second would I think flipping the bird was an okay thing to do when I was learning to drive with my parents in the car. That's awesome, Obi. <laughs> I, I got so I got a couple things. When I was learning to drive, like so it's so funny you know, like you said before, you know, we got some young kids in our households. and So I have a 16-year-old daughter that I'm teaching to drive. And there's some things that pop up while I'm teaching her to drive that, you know, bring me back to my youth. And so my I took my daughter to get gas the other day. I wanted to teach her how to pump gas and fall into the gas station. And so she pulls into the gas. And, and actually, there's no story here. She pulled in fine. I taught her to pump the gas. Everything was fine. Now, again, if she moves to Jersey, she won't have to pump gas. but you know, when she leaves Jersey, she needs to know how to do that. But I tell her when we're leaving, she's like, Dad, did I do a good job? I said, you absolutely did a lot better job than the first time I oh. went to the gas station. And she goes, why? What happened? I said, listen, I'm not going to tell you because it's, it's your grandfather's favorite story to tell. So I'll I'll leave it untold. But the next time my daughter saw my, my father, of course, he had to tell the story. So I'm driving into the gas station. And, you know, sometimes the, the pumps have long hoses. And I guess, you know, the hose was, yeah, this is 30-something years ago. The hose was out a little bit. Off of the off the curb, and so when I pulled in, I was driving a big like uh, Chrysler Cordova, big big freaking car, and uh, the, the the corner of the of the front fender caught the, the hose, and the hose went up on the hood. as <laughs> I was pulling in. Now this is a big car, and the the tank was at the back, so I had to get further forward. So my dad's telling me to stop. I didn't stop because I knew I had to go further, and I knew there was a lot more length to the hoses, so I just kept going. My dad goes, "Stop the effing car." <laughs> And then he goes, stop um, your car now. And he just loves telling the story about how I almost blew up a gas gas station.
0: That 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 is that is good, and I would understand why a father would feel that way when you're dragging a hose off a off a gas pump. <laughs> and stop, stop. When I say stop, it means stop, and not you think you know what you're doing. Because when I was teaching my my older child, who will go unnamed because we're not allowed to talk about him on the podcast, but too bad. I'm done trying to teach him to drive. It's My wife, she's going to now try to teach him to drive. So I'm in the back seat with the younger son and she's in the front seat and he comes around on the side street to this T. And he just goes right through the T. My wife's like, stop, 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 stop. And he keeps going and makes the right hand turn. Never looks on the left. Fortunately, there was no car coming. And my wife says to him, you cannot do that. He's like, there was no stop sign. She's like, It doesn't matter. You got to at least slow down to look to your left and right and left again. You don't have the right of way. "Ah, You don't know what you're talking about, you know, as teenage boys will do. So in Cherry Hill, where we're from, the DMV is notorious for failing kids when they go for their driver's license test. There are parents who will take their kids like five pounds away to get their test taken. I've run into people who're like, no, it's too important for my kid to get the license. I'm not even going to try in Cherry Hill. Other parents are like me, you will take it till you pass at the hard place so I know you're safe on the road. First time he's there, he's pulling out of the, the lot that, this, that the station, you know, that the DMB is in. It's a right-hand turn. He pays no attention and he just turns to the right, almost gets rear-ended and the guy tells him, pull over. <laughs> take the whole test, but you've already failed. Kind of come to the stop there and look both ways.
1: So, so he failed right off
0: the bat, right off the bat, pulling out of the parking lot. He failed and he knew he failed, but the guy's like, Since you're here to take the whole test, so you know everything that's on it, you,
1: you know, that right away thing does screw you up when you're learning. I mean, I remember, you know, I took driver's ed in high school, and, and again, the times has changed. Like, you don't even do driver's ed in high school anymore. Now you got to pay private companies, which is crazy. Like, I had to pay like $850 for my daughter. To, to learn how to drive, which is crazy Which I was able to do in high school But in any event, I was in this big station wagon And you know the extra brake was over on the Driver ed teacher side I came up to a light And it was, I was making a left Not in Jersey, so I was in the left lane Making a left, and I have a green light So I just I didn't even stop I, I was going straight and making a left And light was green and I just Hung that left There was cars coming the other way like, I, I mean, I almost got I almost got like a whole section of driver's ed killed that day. Um, the driver, because he wasn't my dad, didn't drop the F-bomb on me, or the driver's ed teacher didn't drop the F-bomb on me, but I bet you he wanted to. Um, he turned pretty white. Um, I mean, he started off white, but he got whiter. Um, yeah, yeah. So I almost killed him. But
0: that right of way is a tricky one when you first learn it. Yeah, a- absolutely. Absolutely. You think you have the right of way because, you know, you're 16 years old.
1: And I had a green light. Why
0: couldn't I go? I don't understand why. Yeah. I had a green light. It's clear. It says go. Green means go. I'm, I'm That's teaching, right. I'm
1: teaching That's
0: right. my friend to drive. Like I told him, the car I learned to drive on, it was a stick. I don't even think they make them anymore. But uh, I'm teaching my friend to drive my car. And uh, he knows how to drive now, but he doesn't know how to drive sticks. So he pulls out of a parking lot. It's always pulling out of a parking lot and making a turn, right? And as he goes to make the turn, he catches my lights and turns on the brights, realizes what he does, and turns them off, pulls out. Of course, the car he flicked the brights to as he pulled out of the lot was a police car. Oh, nice. So the cop pulls him over. What's going on? What are you doing? And so in the end, the cop's like, so you're just a jackass learning to drive. I got gotcha. you. Made the kid get out of the car. He's like, you can't drive this car for the rest of- ever again. Yeah, you know, Whatever the cop said, it made me drive home. Because he flicked on the lights,
1: so it's illegal to learn to
0: drive as a jackass. Apparently, but at least it was on that day. Yes, it was. For <laughs> Gus, for Gus it was illegal for him to drive. To learn to drive as a jackass.
1: So, so it's funny. I, I learned
0: to drive stick as well when I was 16 years old. I uh,
1: got my license first, and then my mom said, you know, she had. So I learned on the automatic, and then you know, actually, maybe even before I got the license, I learned. Uh, I learned stick, and you know, when you first learn the stick and the the clutch. And you, you kind of jerk back and forth a little bit. So probably the most embarrassing time when I was learning, you know, my mom's in the passenger seat. I'm driving. I'm at a stop sign and I start to go and I jerk through. It was a four-way stop sign. I kind of jerked all the way through the intersection. And there was a car at the intersection with me with like teenage, you know, they're older. They're probably 18, 19-year-old boys. And they were, they were laughing. I didn't notice it, but my mom saw it. And my mom was like, oh, that was the funniest thing. Those boys, they were laughing at you. And like, that was the worst thing for me to hear. Like that, you know, kids that were like three, four years older, males laughing. Like, oh, I was just, I was like, we're going home. I'm done. And I i, I probably didn't drive that car for like two weeks. I was so pissed.
0: My worst learning to drive stick situation was um, on a hill, a steep hill. Um, and... uh cars and I put the car, you know, at the it's a steep hill with a light. I'm stopped. I'm in neutral. The light goes on and I am not good enough to get the car in first before it started rolling backwards. And <laughs> I, I, I rolled a good five feet back. Fortunately there was no one behind me. Um, and there many times on that road since then there were people behind me and I was like, ooh, learn how to you know that was that was a test. And now, you know my kid will never have to learn to drive stick. And I'm lucky with my kid now who I'm about to learn to teach to drive. I have a, a older son, as I've mentioned, and he's got friends, and they've volunteered to teach him to drive. And I think that's great. He probably won't learn to drive as well as if he learned to drive from me. But those kids who are teaching him to drive are probably bad drivers, so probably won't be as scared about his shitty driving as I would have been. So I, I think that's a relief for me.
1: Yeah, I, I, I absolutely think it, 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 I would agree with, you. you know, I started teaching my daughter to, to drive and I realized, I realized, A, I don't have any patience. B, I even told her, this. I said, you know, I'm, I'm really good at a lot of things in life, but teaching somebody to drive, I guess I'm not good at it. <laughs> I said, so so why don't we stop and I'll hire somebody to do it for you just to get you comfortable. We've done that. and So it's work, but just a couple of things like, you know, the first time I took her out, you know, we were in the, did the parking lot thing. And I had that flashback to my dad at the gas station. She she was backing out of this parking spot. Now nothing was around but light poles, right? And she's backing out, and she goes, you know, obviously instead of straightening out, she kind of goes in the half circle, right? So at that point, I'm like, stop, stop, because I knew there was uh, somewhere oh, there was a light pole, right? I'm like stop, stop. Same thing, like stop the car. And uh, instead of pressing on the brake, she pops it from drive into park. And I was like, <laughs> and I just had to take a deep breath and go we never do that. <laughs> <laughs> so then she she she's like i had to explain to her why we don't do that so then i that that was my flashback to the gas station like sometimes like i tell you stop stop and then the other flashback i had was it was one of my driver's <laughs> moments was uh and my daughter was driving you know first time i had her on the roads and she drove you know basically on somebody's front lawn only only two of the wheels not all four only two and uh I, I just wish I had the brake, you know, and that, you know, the first time everyone driving in driver's house was before I even had my permit. It was like the day before my birthday, because I have a September birthday and the guy let me drive and I couldn't make a turn. And I almost hit these garbage cans and he had to use the brake on me. So it's, it's frustrating learning to drive and teaching somebody to drive is, is frustrating. But I will tell you, Obi, like one quick story here. I, I did teach one of my friends to drive a stick too. He had a Ford Granada, 78 Ford Granada and his parents, I think his parents probably just told him, I'm not teaching you how to drive a stick. So I taught him how to drive it We're 16 years old. And what was good about that experience was I could yell at him. I could tell him he was an idiot. It didn't matter. He was my friend, right? But I think I pissed him off because he told me I could never drive with him again when we were done, when I was done teaching him. So, but it, that was a good experience.
0: Yeah, no, no, that, 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 that is good. I mean, it's funny. Like I, like I said, when I started this, I'm the one person who will admit they're a bad driver. So I feel it's only appropriate that I tell at least one of the proven cases of me being a bad driver. Although this is a great story because I was the driver and everyone tells me it happened and I don't remember it. We were talking about long road trips and um, people knew I was a bad driver. So I would get the overnight shift better to have me drive tired with nobody else on the road than (laughs) alert and other people on the road. So. We're taking the overnight shift, and I don't remember it happening, but when the driving ends and someone takes over, everyone's like, you drove us off a cliff while you were driving. I don't think <laughs> off a cliff. No, the car dropped. You drove us off a cliff while we were driving. No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Don't I, do not re- I, I You woke up everyone in the car. I'm like, I was asleep because I don't recall this happening get to where we're going we go to open up the truck from the back it was a big van, and the back wouldn't open because the um, tire the uh, spare tire was one of the ones that was on the back it had the thing that held the spare tire had bent like 90 degrees up from whenever I drove off this cliff and <laughs> wouldn't open we had to open Yes. Yeah, so I drove off a cliff and to this day only remember being yelled at by it and the proof in the truck that was a rental that I had done it.
1: So, so no one,
0: no one, no, when it happened, no one said, What the hell did you just do? They claim they did. Like, everyone says, We yelled at you. Like, I, I literally put that out of my memory when it happened, I guess. I, like, I don't remember driving off this cliff. No one, and they're like, Well, you, we're, we're alive. You know, I have a feeling.
1: I have a feeling it, that's a shame that you don't remember because there's the story is probably even better. Like what really happened. Like I'd love to know where this cliff was. And,
0: yeah. Like, oh no. You. You. I probably like you know hit a curb, jumped in the air. Like, you know, you gotta imagine that it felt like a cliff to them, but I don't remember it. So if I imagine in my mind that I hit a curb or something, and the car bounced like three or four times, but it was a, the the back fender was dented, like the whole like I looked like I masked into something maybe i got rear-ended didn't even notice i don't know
1: <laughs> i i never had anything like that happen to me before i do know <laughs> there there is this one time i was driving back from and it's it, nothing i did well i was speeding but we're driving back from the olympics in 96 and we're driving through virginia and you're not allowed to have radar detector back in the 90s everyone had a radar detect right but they're illegal in Virginia, so we took it and I think we had it in the glove compartment or something. It doesn't really matter, but I'm speeding through Virginia and I get pulled over by a state trooper and he pulls, you know, he looks in the car and it's me and three buddies and uh, you know, one in the passenger and two in the back. And the one guy in the back has one of those travel pills. And again, this is like 96. So they must've just come out and they weren't thin. They weren't, they definitely were not cool. They were like the biggest goofball things you could have. And he had one of those on. So the cop, you know how cops come up, they always look in the car and like, who's in here, where are you driving, where are you going. And the cop takes his flashlight and, and shines it on my buddy with his big travel neck pillow on. And the guy goes, What the hell is that? And he goes, Oh, it's uh, just a neck pillow. Guy in Cooper v- in Virginia wanted to hear a couple of New York boys talk about their neck pillows. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't get a ticket. He gave me a he gave me a nice little lecture about how. He scrapes boys like me off the off the, the road from you know going too fast. And he doesn't want to do that to me. And he let me go. So, you know, whatever. I'll take a tongue lashing any day of the week over a ticket.
0: Absolutely. A tongue lashing versus a ticket is well worth it any day. No questions asked.
1: But the moral of the story is you shouldn't be wearing a
0: freaking neck pillow when you're in a car. You should barely be wearing one when you're on a plane. But – you know, now that we're old, you can't have that happen to you for a few hours. You know, you wake, you destroy your whole trip. Yeah, but I think we're 23. 23-year-old 23 guys should not be having a neck pillow in a car. No, no. You should be necking in a car,
1: but not wearing a neck pillow in a car.
0: Well, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with
1: it, but there's only other guys in the car, so the necking would have been a little awkward. I know there's nothing wrong with that, but it would have been awkward. Yeah, yeah. Mo- mostly,
0: mostly it would have been awkward
1: because I didn't. You know that they you know i didn't know that was what they did you know what i'm saying so anyway yes
0: yes now I, so now you said So now i'm thinking the way you said that was it stumped was it not stumped you know now i'm all confused <laughs> that, yeah that should confuse you <laughs> so i got one other
1: story for you obi and this involves a little bit of driving but a little bit of just um just a little bit of shenanigans and a little bit of you know those friends of ours that are just a little off center right so that friend i taught that friend i taught to drive that that stick right so finally when i got to be able to drive with him again after after i was done being banished i needed a ride to school so he was going to give me a ride to school but one of the things is i never liked to go to school with him because he was always late this guy is chronically late he's late for everything right i think he might even be late for his own own wedding so i always said to him i'm like, listen. I, I, I need a ride, but if you're gonna be late, I'll get a ride somewhere else. No, no, I'm gonna be on time. I'm getting better. I'll be on time tomorrow. All right, great. So give me a ride. So time to be picked up. He's not at he's not at my house, right? And I'm like, Where are you? And you know, we didn't have cell phones, it's not like I could call him. So finally he shows up like ten minutes late to pick me up and I'm like, dude, you said you're gonna be on He said, I'm sorry, I had to take a dump, man. What are you gonna do? You can't rush me. I gotta do what I gotta do. So as we're driving, I said, You know what we're gonna be doing now? No, no, we're gonna make it. So as we're driving there, it dawns on him, we're going to be late. And he says, you know, if I'm late one more time to homeroom, I'm going to get detention. We can't be late. Now, the way our school is, it was weird. We had late arrival. So first period we missed. Then we had homeroom. And then you had second, 30, the rest of the day. So we had to be at school on time for homeroom. But it was so weird. Like, if you went to late school late, you could just sign yourself in. No harm, no foul. But if you showed up to homeroom late, you get detention. So my buddy's like, look, I we're not going to school. I can't. We got to skip. We got to skip homeroom, and and you might as well skip second period as well because if you walk in, your homeroom teacher might see you. So we go to McDonald's or Burger Burger King. I think we went to Burger King and got French fries, uh, French toast sticks or whatever. So we're coming back from Burger King. Great plan, you know. We'll start. We'll get to school right for third period. We'll sign in. No one will know anything, right? So we're waiting at the light, right by the high school. Immediately across, waiting at the light also, is my mother, right? So I see her before she sees me. I'm like, shit, duck. So I duck. duck. I'm in the backseat. I duck. I tell my buddy, duck. I don't even care if there's a car with no driver. Just don't let her see you. He's like, what are you talking about? As he goes to go through the green light and waves to my mom. (laughs) (laughs) She knew he gave me a ride to school that day. So, of course, when I got home, my mom goes, why were you skipping school today? all because he had to take
0: a dump in the morning <laughs> because joe had to poop
1: yeah his name wasn't joe but close enough
0: yeah right well when we can we, we save the we save the names of those people the innocent With yeah that, you know i i i i could go on and on but we do like to keep this under 20 minutes we're already over the limit so um, I'm not going to go any further because we're going to try not to suck this time. And we, and when you hear this, you'll see we had enough trouble with Ed's volume because we're going to do a second show about the trouble with technology.
1: As we should because I can't get my damn speaker to work or my microphone or whatever or either either of them, whatever the hell they're called. We can't get them to work. But, Obi, yeah. I'm really excited because I held back a couple stories on this episode. Our next episode well, our next episode, we're going to do a live stream, right, of uh, of Christmas lights, holiday lights. But yes, then our sir. next episode after that is our our much-anticipated sibling episode. I have a lot of sibling stories that do involve cars that I held back this week. I'm really excited about that.
0: I, I have a great sibling story that involved a car that I was considering lining up for today, and it went hand-in-hand hand with the last story you told, and that was the story I held back on. Also, it uh, would be great for our um, sibling episode. And you'll be able to find us if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And when you're there, like us, write, rate us, leave comments. The more comments you leave, the more we know what we're doing right and know what we're doing wrong. And the charm won't be that we suck after a while because we'll get good because you'll help us out. I'm Obi. Obi I, think,
1: I think the charm is always going to be that we
0: suck. That's how that came out. So yes, the charm is that we suck. I'm Obi. That said, have a good day.